Welcome to Brothers King Talk, where my name is Samuel. And my name is JP, and we are taking our time machine back less than five years ago at this point, which is crazy. Uh, so we are on this on this podcast, if you are new here, we review the year-end number one song on the Billboard hits for popular music. We've started all the way back in uh, the 1940s with Perry Como. We've made our way all the way up to modern day in 2017 is where this episode falls, where we're going to be talking about Ed Sheeran's breakout hit from the album Divide, Shape of You. Samuel, how are you doing this, this evening? I mean, you want to be weirded out. This song was technically from last decade. Yeah, you're right. It was. Yeah, it was. It's still, I mean, it, it's modern times. It's modern times. Come on. <laughs> Don't make me feel too old now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, before we get started with this song, um, tell me your fun fact for 2017. Uh, yeah. So 2017 had uh, a lot of different things happen in it, but the probably the, the most iconic thing that most people remember in 2017 was on August 21st where there was a total solar eclipse visible within a band across the entire uh, United States of America, the the, the 49 uh, continental United States, that is, uh, or 48, excuse me, um, United States uh, passing from the Pacific to the Atlantic coasts. Uh, this is particularly interesting because the solar eclipse like this of this nature in our region of the world only happens about once every 375 years so i hope you caught it <laughs> well um so this was back when we were both working in the same place yes and uh i'm pretty sure i don't know about you but like we all got we all got told we could go outside and we all went outside during the eclipse and they even like gave us <laughs> everything to look at it I don't think I was working on the, this day in particular, because, but oh. uh, I that actually sounds amazing. <laughs> it was it was interesting. Like just a whole bunch of people. I think everyone went coincidentally took a break at the same time, but oh, of course, like you know, of course. Uh, there's like a hundred people all out on the lawn looking at well with yeah. their glasses, their phones, or whatever, trying to look up at it without blinding themselves. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, so 300, uh, I looked it up, it was said in, now, there's a solar eclipse that you, solar eclipse happen about two times a year, but to see it in the way that it covered the entire United States, pretty much, um, that only happens about one every 375 years. Good to know, good to know. All right, let's go ahead and um, hop into this song here. Um, 2017 Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Um, it's worth noting. I always like to give all the co-writers their due credit. Yeah. So we have Edward Christopher Sheeran, in case you didn't know his middle name. Um, <laughs> John Madid, Candy L. Burris, Kevin Jerome Briggs, Steve Mack, Tameka D. Cottle, and here's this name wins. This name wins right here. Michael Ebenezer Quadjo Quad Joe Amori Awu Jr. Love it. 
<laughs> Love it. That name wins. Yes. <laughs> so um, that's all the people that helped write the song. So I'll give my my thoughts, my first thoughts um, on this. Um, listen to the last episode if you want to kind of know my process for how I give, get my first thoughts. Um, I've definitely heard the song before. Um, it's always, it's a song I've heard off and on since it first came out, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it always makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Um, on one hand, it's super fun drum loop, and the chorus is undeniably catchy. On the other hand, some of the subject matter has never been anything I love when just hearing sure. it in passing. I've never, like, delved deep into the lyrics, but just on passing, I've always been like, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with that. So we're going to see how I feel about it upon uh, delving in deeply today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I think uh, initially, so obviously, you know, this is a song that I think, uh, I, you know, I've heard, I remember when it came out, uh, Divide is another album that I just am, am crazy about. It's a super good album. But I will say um, this song is one of those that immediately gets your foot tapping. You immediately start listening to it, and it's just you, that that marimba uh, in the song opening. Just uh, it's such a unique way to open a pop song, and it holds back from that heavy bass and the driving drums that are normally done in songs like this. So um, initial thoughts were just very strong. I think the song works really, really well, and I think the layering works well. It knows when to build up and it knows when to strip itself back down. And it, it, it just doesn't take itself, itself too seriously. And I think it works to its advantage. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, the song definitely tries to stay lighthearted. And once again, I'm, I'm going to me- mention the music video because the music video of this is actually pretty funny. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. We're on a winning streak for music videos. I, I, I recommend, um, all right, give me your thoughts on just the music here. Yeah, yeah. So as I stated, the the marimba opening is really awesome. Um, but as the song progresses, it builds, it builds and and builds and builds really, really well. Uh, I enjoy the really um, stripped back feeling of this track because there's not a whole lot going on in the verses, and then it just builds just enough with the vocal chorus and the guitar and uh, things like that. And Ed Sheeran is usually known for his work with the guitar and songwriting skills. But uh, this one song in particular seems to show a bit of a departure from the singer songwriter style um, that we're known that he's known from on things like multiply and uh, the, Add, I think, is the first album, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I thought say. it was but okay. Plus. Yeah, you're right. It's plus. <laughs> it's plus. Um, either way, uh, so this th- this kind of shows that a little bit of a departure from that into a more mainstream pop style song, and it's a little bit more of a musical experiment. I do like how the vocal chorus uh, builds on the song and adds a great level of depth. And, and everything drops back to just down to the single marimba and the vocals for the verses. It adds a really love, a really great level of contrast and makes the song interesting to listen to throughout. So I have very similar thoughts. Um, so it's worth noting the reason why there's so many co-writing credits, because really it was written by Ed Sheeran, Steve Mack, and I think... Uh, 
John Medade, I think were the three main primary writers. Um, it was mainly Aaron and Steve Mack though, but the music does have an interpolation of the song No Scrubs by the all girl group TLC. Mm-hmm. I've yet to listen to this song. I need to, but because it uses like that kind of part and they knew it was kind of using that when they wrote it, they get co-writing credits. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, much like last week's song, though, this song feels very Sheeran. Like, it just sounds like one of his songs. So, once again, I give the disclaimer. Your enjoyment of this music will bear in how much you like it. Like? Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you like him, you'll probably like the music of this. If you don't like him, you probably won't like this. He has a very specific sound to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for one, like the simple textures of the song. Um, it lets hand claps and other sounds fill up certain areas. And then, like you said, it will drop back down to simplicity to kind of give different areas um, kind of different spotlights, if you will. So I don't have a whole lot to say about the song, um, except for it's, like, simple. And it has great, like, chill summer vibes to it. Like, this is such a, a summer song, which I feel like we haven't gotten in a while. We've been getting, like, a lot of club songs and a lot of, like, moody songs. It's been a while since we just had, like, a, a chill summer song. Um, I feel like this song fits that very nicely. It's rolling down your windows, driving down the road. Um, I can see how the song, the music alone, could get annoying after multiple listens. Um, that instrument you mentioned at the beginning, if you just kind of hear that on loop for too many times in a row, you're like, okay, okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but outside of that, I really enjoy the music for the most part. Yeah. Um, well, I'll let you, w- with that, I'll let you dive right into the lyrics. Okay. Uh, so, with these lyrics, um, I feel like I'm... And, so I feel like I'm running into the Rod Stewart problem again. Um, okay. <laughs> That's of Rod what we're Stewart calling it now. Podcast. Yeah, uh, the Rod Stewart problem. I love it. <laughs> um, the narrator is just totally in lust with this girl. Um, and he, like, skips all the boring parts of a relationship just so he can get straight to sex. And apparently they don't even go on a date until, like, a weekend. So... On one hand, I'm all for, like, sensuality and, like, you know, marriage and stuff. I have problems when there's, like, no commitment involved. And that's what this song is basically describing to me. So if I'm, like, if I'm given just the course, I kind of enjoy it. Because, like, you know, I'll sing these lyrics to my wife and it's cute and fun and we're having, you know, flirting and having fun with it. Sure. But when I hear the full context of the song of, oh, I just met this girl at a bar. I'm basically just going to pick up a girl. And... Worse enjoying the the fun of essentially hormones and falling in lust. And like right. there's nothing there. It's like there's nothing of substance for me. And it just yeah. it pokes me the wrong way. I mean I everyone who listens to this priority thinks I'm an old prude anyway, so it's fine. It pokes me the wrong way and I don't love it as much as I would like to. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of have to agree with you. Uh, I think this song is a, a club dance song. Obviously, it follows the same lyrical vein as songs like Into Club and Yeah, uh, that we've covered on this, um, uh, on this, uh, show as well. And I think it holds up just as well because 
neither of those songs really hold up very well, in my opinion. Um, the lyrics are fine for what they are. I mean, they, but they lack any real storytelling or any kind of purpose. Um, this lyrics, these lyrics feel up, end up feeling very artificial. Um, you know, Sharon, Ed Sheeran has written some incredible tracks with layers of storytelling and, and emotion from songs like, um, Photograph to Thinking Out Loud to, the A-Team, and just other tracks, even on this album, on Divide, uh, songs like Galway Girl and Cats on the Hill are so much better, lyrically speaking, than this song. And so I, I know he has much better lyrics in his discography, much better storytelling in his catalog. And so for this song in particular, lyrics kind of fall flat. Um they, they're just, they're just mediocre. They're not the worst lyrics in the world. Like you said, they can have some, you know, you know, fun loving implications. But in the wider context of the song, it feels very emotionless almost. It, it does not feel, um, I, I, I'm not really sure what emotion that he was intending to, uh, convey because one does not really, uh, it doesn't really feel like there's much of an emotion at all. I mean, you could say it was lust, but I don't even necessarily feel that. It's it's sex for the sake of sex. It's not That's sex funny. because of lust or sex because of love. It's legitimately just, I'm here, you're there, why not? I guess, is that is that why they uh, go through the buffet and he eats all the food and she puts it in her purse, according right. to her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah it, it just it, it feels very much like i don't know it just it's just kind of like yeah go go for it you know who cares you know n it, none of this is going to matter tomorrow it, it, that's kind of the 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 feeling i get it's like i don't care what happens right now um and i don't care what happens tomorrow so let's just get this over with almost you, you know now that you say it this these as sunny and as fun as the music is, I feel like the lyrics are almost nihilistic. It's like, eh, I got mm. no tomorrow, nothing. And I feel yeah. like as a trope we start to see with music as we get into like the two thousand and tens, especially. Uh there's this kind of nihilism of eh, nothing really matters anymore. It's it's all gonna burn anyways. Right. And so the the, the first lyrics of Shape of You are the club isn't the best place to find love, so the bar is where I'll go. And it, it, I, I think the bar and the club are almost indistinguishable from each other in terms of the types of people and the clientele. And maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point that he's trying to make is like the club isn't the best place to find, to find love, so the bar is where I'll go. It's like those two from an outside observer who doesn't go to either of those places. It's almost like there's no difference. And so maybe that's because we're sitting on the outside looking in that we can, that we, we make that connection and are making like this, this nihilistic understanding of something like this. Maybe. Oh man. All right. So, um, let's give this our final thoughts. Um, so, 
I, I want to like the song more than I do. I still run into the exact same problem. Of it's The chorus is undeniably catchy. If it comes on, I don't necessarily skip it. But it always mm-hmm. is like, I have this lurking uncomfortableness about it. You know, it's just like, yeah. Um, so the sure. music, too, I enjoy the music. Like, it's, it's fun music. It's not perfect, but it's a lot of fun. Um, the lyrics, I give a one. Um, maybe he is trying to make a point about nihilism and it just went over most of the world's head. I doubt it, but it's a nice thought. <laughs> right. <laughs> Overall, I give this a one and a half. Um, I think the song is sticky in a pop culture sense, but I don't see it doing anything new or changing the game in any way. Um, that is going to like stick long term. So overall, I give it a four and a half out of nine. Yeah, I, 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 we're we're pretty solid in the connection, um, and I think I've I've rated it a little bit higher because I do like Ed Sheeran's larger body of work. Even this album in particular has better songs on it. You know, this is a song that it's fun to listen to at a party, a club, even in the car, but. On its own, the lyrics don't really hold up. Sure, they might not be as explicit as some of the lyrics that we've heard, um, you know, on this list from, again, songs like Into Club to Yeah to Low, but they sure meet the same expectations. Uh, the music, for what it's worth, is really wonderful, and I love the contrast that it creates, but the lyrics fall flat compared to Sheeran's other body of work and not just other body of work, but this this album has better songs on it. I mean, listen to uh, songs like Galway Girl or, like I said, Castle on the Hill. Um, they're just there's some incredible tracks that are on um, the album Divide. Happier, perfect. I mean, like I'm just looking at the 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 track listing right now. New Man. I mean, there are Barcelona. Like there are some incredible songs on this on this album and I really highly recommend giving the entire thing a listen um and the song Shape of You is just one song on this otherwise incredible album and uh do yourself an ex- uh <laughs> a service and listen to the deluxe edition because Barcelona uh Bibia BB Bibia Yay-Yay and Nancy Mulligan are probably the three best tracks, and they're only on the uh, deluxe edition, so highly recommend. Overall, I gave the music a two. I think it's uh, really solid and shows a nice departure from Ed Sheeran's uh, just general acoustic um, songwriting and storytelling and uh, music style. The lyrics, I gave a one. Um, they're lyrics. They're, they're there, sure. Uh, they're not terrible. Um, they're not completely you know, nonsense, but they're not great. And then overall, I gave it a two. I think the song is definitely popular, has some good moments, has the music uh, that really can hold it through, but there's just so much better music out there from Ed Sheeran. So I give it overall a um, a five out of nine for my score. So we were really close on this one. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. We enjoy having y'all hanging out with you. Um, So once again, my name is Samuel. And my name is JP. And again, we were listening to today's, uh, well, excuse me, 2017's number one hit of the year, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Thanks for listening. As always, this is a Brothers King Media production. (laughs) 